Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Yes! Here we are on a Wednesday. Follow the money. VSEN, baby. The Sports Betting Network. Von Tobel in for Mitch. Big show coming up. We got in play action right now in tennis. We'll expl- explain, but it's uh, Wednesdays. With Vito's son, Sal Palantonio's on. Joe Osborne from Covers.com is on with great numbers and trends. Pat Forty on the madness in college football from Sports Illustrated. And also Julian Edlow from DraftKings coming up with some props and some NBA talk. And how do I try to hedge this Oregon ticket as well? But we're back. Von Tobel's back. And Petrino's back, baby. Had to do it again. Had to dress up as Halloween. 11 years ago, with the mistress on the back of the motorcycle, tried to cover it up, got her the job. You know, nothing to see here with the accident. Shows up at the press conference, gets fired. Can we win football games, please? Petrino, the OC again at Arkansas, and they're already sending in tweets about, hey, can I get a bet? A prop bet that he'll take over eventually midway through the season as the interim coach. There we go. Hey, Bobby, welcome back, kid. Uh, former UNLV offensive coordinator, Bobby Petrino, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, for like four days. Um, I, I'm, look, I'm not entirely surprised Pittman's grasping at straws here with OC. Yeah. They, they had Kenny Guyton take over. And remember, they came out in that Florida game. Looked like everything was going to be fixed. Yeah. Turns out that was just Florida, not, not Arkansas. I don't think so, though. I don't think he's going to be the head coach. I mean, I think, uh. it's, I, I think it speaks volumes that he was – uh, Jimbo's offensive coordinator, and they did not pick him to be the interim OC or the interim head coach. So I don't know if you trust Bobby Petrino 
At least if you're trying to fix something, uh-huh. right? If you're trying to yeah. keep the car, the uh-huh. track on and go straight, I don't think yeah. you're going, you know what? Let's get Petrino in here and sure. keep this thing straight and, sure. <laughs> and buttoned up. <laughs> Hilarious news yesterday, right? It was I great. mean, right. After what happened and you embarrassed the university, you're like, okay, we'll welcome you back now. We need we're we're struggling here. Please. Run run the offense, please help us out. So that's you know I wear this in public too once in a while. Yeah, and saw you, I up, saw you got like a week ago you were wearing it. Yeah, people come up and they're like, uh, oh, you know, go hogs and and oh, did you go to our? <laughs> I, I never thought. Yeah, I never thought of that angle. Which <laughs> like, wait, just, I can wear like a, a Wake Forest shirt. Doesn't mean I went to the university. Though. It's. It, I'll say this. It's one of the more benign but irritating social interactions. Like when you're wearing something. Yes. And someone comes up to you public, like, go team. Like, right. relax, man. I'm just at Albertsons. I'm trying to get a couple of things to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, right. We, we don't need to like bond uh, over God. our shared love for this franchise. Uh, coming in, there was a cop behind me. Oh yeah. I said, boy, this could get interesting if he you should, pull, if they he pulled you over. Me over. You should have pulled throw on the brace real quick. And <laughs> yeah, like, I'm right. sorry, officer. Uh-huh. Like. I, I couldn't really see yeah. where I was going. I got fake blood on my fingers. So I got, <laughs> oh, my God, it's a mess. How you been? Good? Good, good. Okay. NBA season's rolling. I'm fired yeah. up, getting no sleep. I'm ready to go. All right. So it, this is the final day of Betsgiving here. Final few hours. Right. The madness. Yeah. On, uh, so let's tell people what's going on right now as you could win this. Okay. So uh, last night, Adam Burke, uh, one of our online managing editors, surpassed me. I've been in the lead for Betsgiving pretty much the entire time since about uh, Thursday night. I have been on top of the bets giving standings. However, I don't know what Adam hit, but Adam hit him something big to take a big lead over me, about a $600 lead. So when I woke up this morning and I was driving in, I checked the standings just in case, and I saw this. I was like, you know what? There's got to be something on right now. So I fired away on Erica Andreva in match in this uh, WTA Andorra. Uh, is her a naif? I don't know. Look, I'm a very – I don't know anything about tennis. Either way – We've got in-game action right now, and currently I got plus 265 and Driva down to plus 120, up 2 nothing in this second set. So let's right. go. Come on. Yeah, you can win this and take the belt home. That's right. That'd be great and uh, fantastic performance by you. The uh, the reason for your success so far playing alt lines and alt numbers it, alt lines uh, you know and there's couple, and there were like realistic ones this is kind of my plan going in you know the start of it uh, Orlando Magic were catching four at home against Denver playing them at minus two and a half uh, the San Francisco 49ers on Thanksgiving playing minus thirteen and a half and oh. then like some money line underdogs too Iowa against Nebraska that's kind of how I helped build it okay. up one of the early losses actually uh, how about this it was Washington and Charlotte Paul on like Wednesday night last week. Uh, I had the uh, had Lamelo Ball triple double, fell two rebounds short, so that thing would have probably given me the whole thing. But that's okay. kind of been the strategy. Good job. Welcome into Fall the Money Show presented by DraftKings, Polly and uh, JVT. Okay, so last night uh, is the second to last time we're going to do this. Thank God. Again, the playoff was put together by people that didn't want a playoff. So with five power conferences, we come out with this crap where there's only four bits. Number one, how about the what if scenario? 1A, what if uh, Texas beat Oklahoma and Travis didn't get hurt? Mm -hmm. What a mess this would have been and how controversial Sunday would be. Scenario number two, what if all these games are close? Washington loses by three. Florida State wins by three, and it's ugly. Alabama wins by three. I mean, this really could get – they're going to earn – their, their free food on Sunday in that committee room, right? <laughs> I mean, this is wild. As we saw the rankings yesterday, Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Washington 3. Surprise, Florida State was 4. I would have had them behind Oregon, but in any, we'll get to that coming up. Oregon 5, Ohio State all the way down to 6, but still ahead of Texas and Alabama, and Alabama still penalized when they should have lost to Auburn, but Alabama sitting there at 8. Um, what, what do you think of, of that second scenario here where – what if these games are close this weekend? 
that that's where I'm more at here because I think the more interesting facet is if let's say and I think everybody's looking at if Alabama comes out and wins on a last second field goal against Georgia or or how about Paul what if they just win in the same fashion they did against Auburn which is on a ridiculous final play yep. where they had no shot to get it done and they ultimately get it what do you do with Georgia because theoretically you're talking about Georgia's loan loss being to a top eight team in Alabama and by some shenanigans by final play whatever it is I, there's a realistic scenario where you're getting two SEC teams and Georgia finds their way in now it would especially help if a team like Florida State loses because mm-hmm. then you'd be able to throw them in there because you could still argue that even though the other one loss teams could have a conference championship that Alabama or excuse me Georgia is still the best one loss team but I, I'm, I'm convinced I know that you think that there's a higher chance that the SEC misses this. Right. They love the SEC. Right. They are not going to let the SEC miss out on this thing. So I think there's a chance that we're still getting two of these teams in. I think it's real, though, John, because Alabama's still eight, and they were outplayed by a bad oh. Auburn team. So uh, I think the problem is you're looking at it logically. And they're not, they're not, <laughs> yeah, right? And you're yeah. not, they're not doing this yeah, logically. Sure. It's right. It's not a playoff. It's an invitational. And they can do whatever they want uh, in that room. So uh, here's where I'm at with that. And again, all these guys who cover this sport are saying results have to matter. If that happens, Texas has to be in. Because they're saying if Georgia couldn't beat Alabama, but Texas did on the road and scored 34 points, you then have to take uh, Texas. Mm -hmm. And then you obviously have the Pac-12 winner in. And that means Georgia and Alabama both out. The the other thing is, there's I think there's two teams here that are getting a raw deal. Number one is Washington. Number two is Ohio State. But number one, Washington. This is from David Hale, ESPN. Washington beat Oregon. They had the best record in the Pac-12. They beat the next five best teams in the Pac-12. But Oregon gets the do-over this week if they win. They're in, and Washington is out. One of the best games of the regular season meant nothing. Yep. I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Especially if they lose by, again, like a field goal. Right, If it's a field goal game and you go out there and you're like, nope, sorry, you're out, even though you guys are now even. But because they won on a neutral, I suppose, like that's going to be the big difference. I would agree with that, at least wholeheartedly. For well, Ohio State, you'll have to paint the scenario. But I think for Washington, this is something uh-huh. that I've yeah. been surprised by too. Like the utter shock that people actually think Washington gets to win this thing. I understand that recent form hasn't been great. Uh-huh. As we have pointed out now too, and you were talking about off the air, we just watched Georgia kind of scuffle with Georgia Tech. Now, they had a bunch of guys out, but still, didn't look great. We mm-hmm. saw what happened with Alabama. We've seen Texas, outside of the Texas Tech game, look pretty poor leading into these contests. So I'm kind of amazed that Washington is just on this thing where, nope, you have no room for error. You have to win, and you're in. And if you do lose by a single possession, sorry, you're screwed. Right, right. Why aren't we talking about two from the Pac-12 under that scenario? No doubt about it, but that's it, it leads me to, again, the raw deal also with Ohio State because the Big Ten with the divisions. Ohio State should get their do-over coming up. It shouldn't be Michigan against Iowa, right? And, and how it breaks here for the Pac-12 that, that they did this. And if you had the under the uh, old, old set of rules, Washington would, would be playing Arizona Friday, not Oregon. Well, and that's, for me, even when it comes to just Ohio State, period, I don't understand the, the Big Ten stinks. It's right. not good. Right. And so when you look at even Michigan's resume up to this point, sorry, your Penn State win, just because they have Penn State at 10, 
Penn State's not the 10th best team in the country. Yeah, and but Iowa the, certainly isn't 16. Correct. Come on. So, but they get buoyed by this, and so they're the two seed. Like, I don't think that's the case resume-wise. We talk about Washington getting screwed. I would say Washington should be the yeah. second best team in the country from a seeding standpoint. So th- this whole entire yeah. thing in terms of perception of the way these teams are looked at is absolutely ridiculous, and I think that's one of them. And I don't think Ohio State, if you lost one game in a really bad conference, I'm sorry, but, like, I don't really feel that bad for you. You had an opportunity against Michigan. Okay. Well, it, yeah, well, it was close on the road, though, was well, but I like what Herb Street said. You know, he keeps he's right. Every year we get blowouts. The average margin of victory in the semis is 19 points per game. It feels like for the most part, this has been a participation type thing and not putting the four best teams in. And he's right. I don't care if they win Saturday. You cannot put Florida State in. Oh, you, you can't you can't do it. And then and then as Luke, our producer, pointed out, is someone gonna bring this up? It's on their own website that injuries are gonna be factored in. And then the committee chair says, well, clearly they're a different team without Travis. No kidding. He's your quarterback and best player. I don't know. And I saw all over Twitter that Georgia would be a 14. That's got to be 17 at least if Georgia plays Florida State. You cannot put this team in the playoff because clearly, and and as Mitch said, he's right. If it was Washington, if it was Oregon, if, if they lose a quarterback on Friday, the same thing is true. You can't put these guys in when their best player's not available. I thought Georgia would be a near double-digit favorite against Florida State with Travis. Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Florida State is particularly good. You should have lost to Boston College. You should have yep. lost to Clemson at the beginning, yep. like near the beginning of the year. Yep. This has not been that good of a team. And to watch them in a defensive slugfest with Florida, who in the previous four games had given up 100, over 150, 160 points, yeah. they looked terrible. Yeah, 200 yards. Yep. Come on. You were down 12 nothing. Absolutely. Up next, we'll get to what the 12-team playoff would look like if we had it this year. And a guy I respect says Texas is, quote, screwed. And we'll get to win-lose with some upsets in soccer and some several bad beats in the NBA. Straight ahead, VEASAN, follow the money, the sports betting network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Last night, wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Fun day yesterday. All the lower leagues were in action in soccer, and we had Champions League action. Northampton, plus 480, with a big win against Blackpool. Wrexham, draw, plus 320. League 2, Ryan Reynolds Club. Mansfield Town, Tranmere, draw, plus 350. Stockport, they, had, they won, what, 14 in a row, Luke? Now they lost and they had the draw against Salford City, plus 350. Champions League, Borussia Dortmund, 3-1. PSG, Newcastle draw, 3-1 as well. College basketball, Georgia Tech surprised Mississippi State. They were 3-1 on the money line. Missouri beat Pitt. They were plus 240. And Clemson got there as well. Last night in the NBA, home teams went 7-1 straight up, which was a fun night. More on that coming up. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. We were on a mini vacation. Mitch went to San Diego. I did the staycation. Von Tobel loves us. He always goes to the Westgate. Remember, we've talked about this several times on the air. I got the Christmas suite this weekend at the Westgate. Oh, this is the Westgate, huh? Listen, yeah, look at this. You can get it year-round. July, whatever. Look, there's three Christmas trees. Look at the decorations. I don't that know. You got the, you got the Santa over there, the Santa here, the wreath. There's another big Christmas tree. Then I got those are huge decorations as well. I got another Christmas tree in the in the big bedroom. I got couches. I got multiple big screens. I have a bar. I mean, this is the beautiful setup. Full marks of the Westgate. They also have a Halloween suite and a country suite as well, Western suite. It's year-round. Book it any any day you want it. And again, I did it this past. Look at that. That is a phenomenal job by everyone at the Westgate. Where Shauna. Where are you at in life if you're in, like, June and you're like, book me the Christmas suite. I need a little bit of joy in my life. <laughs> yeah, 110 degrees. Look at this thing. How about the end? Can you show the end? I come out. There's the bed. And the big, ho, ho, ho. And that lights <laughs> up, too. I didn't have it plugged in. 
that was awesome. Night. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Okay, as always, the dog videos. Cold out there with the snow. Here we go, all the way down. <laughs> I don't need a sled. Look at him. Sideways, coming up. All right, sticks the landing. Shake it off. Let's do it again. Okay, and all the way down that one. I mean, this goes on for about half an hour as the dog's loving life coming down the uh, the hill with the snow, and he doesn't need a sled. That is fantastic action. Uh, we'll get that up later. Uh, and look, look at this. I'm going to put this under Winsome. The dog and the cat. The oh. cat is blocking his way to get back up, and the dog wants to come up the steps. Yep. Right? And he just, okay, I'll go up one. Go up another one here. All right, I'm trying to back in. Yeah, no sudden movements, right? right? Okay, watching the TV, taking a look. Wow, this dude is scared. I know. He's like still looking. Ah, there he goes! And he takes off, and he gets past Cats the Cats are terrifying, <laughs> man. Nothing he can do, yeah? Oh, God. I love how it took him so long. It's like you're three times the size of him. What's he going to do to you? What do they say? Cats, if you're dead for like a week in your house or something, they'll eat your eyes out, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Dogs will just sit there and weep over your dead body. Yeah. Cats will eat you. Yeah. They're crazy. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, and several bad beats. What? Tell Rockets plus the points. What happened in the end of this oh, game? Take it away. Rockets were, on, by the way, in an 11-0 ATS run. They had covered 11 straight games. Yeah. End of the game, the uh, Mavericks are up by four. They get a rebound with half a second left. Bad beat here is that actually time ran out. They went to the monitor to see if there was time oh, left on the clock God, on the rebound by Luka. He did get fouled with half a second left. They put half a second left on the clock. Mavericks up four. He hits both. They end up covering every number. Luca told media afterwards he was nervous hitting the free throws. Come on. He was nervous. He said that? Yep. Big Dirk was like, come on, bro. Oh, my. Laid it here. You guys got to hit these. Let's do this. Wow, thing. that's awesome. Warriors money line. They led by 24 and lost by one against the Kings. Incredible. If you haven't become a VEASAN Pro subscriber yet, we're giving you one last chance to sign up on our best deal this year, the Black Friday special. Everything we do through May 1st for only $60. Daily best bets, dog videos, hippo videos, the college bowl guide, Super Bowl betting guide. It expires tomorrow. Start betting smarter today. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Black Friday special now. Get up there. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I loved the... Um, the, the tournament and what happened yesterday and how it now some people players and some media members and fans had a problem with the score differential thing which you saw the Celtics were doing a heck of Drummond up 32 in the fourth quarter and Missoula had to like t call Donovan over and tell him what was going on but I thought I thought yesterday was fantastic. What it, say you? It, it, the whole thing has been fantastic, and these players care. Like, there's been this question no of doubt. still, like, well, still even afterwards. We're talking about half a million dollars a guy, though. So right. of course, of course. They're care. Well, and so like you go back, it's not even just these games. Which, by the way, Billy Donovan, it's very much a reflection on you and how the season has gone. You have to be explained what the rules are and why yeah. they are trying to beat the absolute tar out of you last night. We go back about like a week and a half ago, Paul. There was a Friday night, San Antonio and Sacramento. Sacramento. Right? They know about point differential, and that was one of the bad beats. They're up by, I think, seven, laying seven and a half. Okay. And with, with a second left, they go sprinting down the court, and Herder hits a layup. So that, and why afterwards they're asked? Oh, point differential. We need it. Yep. The Suns have talked about it. The Lakers have talked about it. The, 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 uh, the Bucks have talked about it. These teams have really cared about this thing. And I'm amazed how many people over the last two days of the group play have been having this conversation about the sportsmanship. How about Jason Tatum, by the way, got called out? 
after their last in-season game, he uh-huh. was asked about it. He's like, I don't know about point differential. It's not really, I don't really like it. It's not great sportsmanship. And then they're out there yesterday, yeah. hack and drumming and trying to yeah. beat the absolute crap out of uh-huh. the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. I think it's been awesome the way that these teams have played. Yeah, and I know Mitchell had comments too when the Cavs beat the Hawks. Uh, the Hawks had pulled their starters. Cleveland's got everyone in there. Uh, and Mitchell said, I felt kind of bad, but it's like, come on. Well, I was, and I was talking about this yesterday. Uh, so yesterday, and the Kings ended up coming back and winning, so it didn't really end up mattering. Uh. But they had to stay at the very least within 11 uh, of the Golden State Warriors last night. So America is learning how to sweat out a point spread bet yesterday. That's right. right? Yeah. Because people uh-huh. are sitting there like, yeah. no, we just got to stay inside of 11. Like, uh-huh. this is all we got to do. And they end up winning that game. But I thought this is great. They're regular season games, so it's a win-win. It doesn't really matter. And the best part is now we're in. Now we're going to be in the knockout stage. We're going to get to right. three games out here in Las Vegas. That's right. We'll get to that coming up. Excited, and the Lakers involved as well. Hello, uh, Los Angeles, and we're on the Lakers Network. And a great job by Los Angeles. And what I said about it two weeks ago, a week ago, Darvin Ham. All oh, these guys care. They want the money. Uh, good quote. Brett McMurphy, love him. Does a great job covering college football. Been on the show many times. McMurphy tweeted last night: Texas is screwed. The selection committee has had Texas behind Oregon in all five rankings this season. Despite more top 25 wins, they have no chance to jump Oregon if both win conference titles. That's true, but I also think still, but if if Florida State gets beat, I mean, Texas is definitely live here. Yeah, to do this. I mean, you also. I think that's what America wants to see: Georgia, Michigan, Oregon slash Washington, or Texas. You know, all parts of the country covered, and I think that's a great playoff. Yeah, and I don't think Texas is screwed. I didn't really understand. Brett's, you know, Brett's my best friend. Give me a hug. I'm at West Media Days earlier this year. Um, like, I don't really. I didn't think that Texas was screwed. I mean, I guess they're screwed in the sense that if if everything holds, then they're not going to get in. But as you kind of talked about, it, it's kind of been the case here. And Oregon's got would be a stronger resume at the end of it as well with a win over what would be a top four team at that time in the Pac-12 championship game. So I don't know if they're particularly screwed. They just need something to happen for them. And if that happens, which, by the way, I mean, watching them against Florida, I don't think it's unreal, although and we know Louisville laid an egg against Kentucky. My conspiracy theory, too, by the way, is if you're Jeff Brom, you're, you're getting ready for Florida State. It's a vulnerable conference champion, right? Or like, or an opponent in a conference championship game. I get you lost to Kentucky, but uh-huh. I think you're putting all your effort into beating Florida State. But regardless, uh-huh. like, yeah, I don't think Texas is screwed. You just got to have one thing happen for you, and you're back in the mix. Yeah. You laid 13 and a half? Yeah. Okay. I, I, like, and I, I do have a, I have a ticket on Oklahoma State at 10 to 1 to win the Big Ten. Uh, it was right before they, uh, they beat Oklahoma. But I, I think the way that Texas plays along the lines of scrimmage and how Oklahoma State is pretty one dimensional, I, I don't think Bowman's any good at all at quarterback. And so I figured those things, and at the very least, I was like, this thing's going to close like 14 and a half, 15. Sure enough, it seems like that's going to be the case. Surprise with the steam. Yeah. All right, okay. Here's Ross Dellinger, Sports Illustrated, and Pat Forty's on, by the way, in two hours to go over all this and what he thinks. Here's what the playoff would look like. And remember, this is the last year of this, so, you know, tinfoil hat guy is saying the committee's going to do some weird things because this is the final year. But using last night's rankings, here's how a 12-team playoff would look like with the approved 6-plus-6 six six format. Six auto bids to the highest-ranked conference champs, six at-large bids to the next highest-ranked teams. The four top, top four champs get buys, and then five through eight host on-campus first-round games. How sexy is this? Of course. Texas would play Penn State. The winner would get Michigan in the Cotton Bowl. Ohio State would host Old Miss. The winner would get Washington in the Fiesta. Alabama would be at home to Missouri. The winner would get Georgia in the Peach. Oregon would host Tulane. The winner would play Florida State in the Orange. Oh, God! 
I mean, we had this this year. Hell yeah. And also, I mean, I saw a lot of people like, hey, the new format wouldn't mean anything in the last week of the regular season. It would mean everything. All of these games yeah. that these teams were playing, right, yeah. for seeding, for the buys, oh, to host on. a home game, all of these things would really matter. So I can't wait for what this is going to be. It's going to be absolutely tremendous. Yeah. Although, miss me with Ole Miss. I don't think they're particularly good. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But that's going back to your point, though. How big was Missouri-Tennessee? Of course. Uh, it was uh, huge. That, how was Tennessee ranked? Don't, don't get me Four started on losses. Man. Oh, man. Up next, we'll talk to Julian Edlow from DraftKings. His thoughts on NBA's lines, games, and props that he likes. And he has a unique way of how I can hedge my Oregon future ticket. Straight ahead on Visa and Follow the Money. Nothing like sweating tennis at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> Von Tobel trying to win bets giving. Follow all the bets and leaderboard at vsin.com or go to the DK Sportsbook app. It is unbelievable. The best app in the business. Great menu, selection, creativity, select social, then betting groups. You're able to join the bets giving group to follow the action. And Von Tobel trying to lock it down with this uh, tennis match. Julian Edlow joins us every Wednesday from uh, the DK Network and uh, Unreasonable Odd Podcast and The Sweat as well. Good to talk to you, sir. And uh, I thought we were just talking before you came on. I enjoyed, I have enjoyed the uh, tournament thus far with the group play. What's, what do you think so far and what transpired last night? Yeah, it's grown on me. I, I still hate the courts. I think we can like, just <laughs> okay. differentiate. Let's just use different uniforms and say these are your tournament uniforms. We don't need the courts, but... Outside of that, I'm in. Uh, you know, it's different. It's making guys play harder early in the season. We've heard players say that when they've been quoted in the locker room. And we've seen it play out on the on the floor. I, I caught some of the previous segment. You guys were talking about the Celtics hacking Drummond in the fourth quarter to make sure they win not only by more than 23, but potentially even more, depending on that Knicks score, which did wind up getting out of hand. So uh, guys are trying. We're playing different. We have... Tatum on the floor with five minutes left in a 30-point game. Mm -hmm. Drew Holiday saying he feels a little awkward checking back in to try and extend that lead. But uh, it created something exciting, and I had my eye on the Nets-Raptors game then to see how that group would close. Yep. Uh, so it, it's different, and uh, nothing has really gone wrong, and we're going to get some cool games. Those games, by the way, um, where the winner goes to Vegas on Monday and Tuesday, we have lines all up on DK Sportsbook for all four games. Yeah. Um, and, and then we got a cool final in Vegas. So I, I'm in, I think it's cool. Yep. All good points. Real quick too. Yep. I would say this too, Julian. Um, it's good for betters. Like uh, you get to yeah. have a shot at betting something new here. I've got the Suns at 30 to one to win this in season tournament and I could cash this in, but before, you know, we get to the second week of December. So I, I think this is a cool yeah. betting opportunity for a lot of people as well. It's cool to cash tickets mid-season on, on like, futures, you can even call it, that you make before the season. I, I did have the Celtics to win the group, and they were plus 700 going into yesterday. They needed a lot to happen, and it happened. So so that was fun. And then you also have the other angle of, like, you know, obviously the Celtics needed to score points yesterday. I played some Celtics team total. There was a clear angle there in a game that if it's a normal Tuesday in November— the Celtics could sleepwalk through that game and, and lose, but they had clear motivation to put up a big number, and that angle wound up coming through. All right. Uh, so some plays for tonight. Let's start with the Lakers. 
coming off LeBron's worst loss ever. They went to Philly and got embarrassed. Now they take on the Pistons, who have lost 14 in a row. Lakers lane seven at DraftKings. What do you think if they bounce back here and maybe a prop you like? Yeah, this is a game. I mean, the the Pistons have been so bad. So assuming the Lakers play everyone, this should be a get right spot off of a blowout. I would say normally like everything in my NBA handicapping says play the Lakers first half, but they're like the worst first half team in the NBA. So I would want to give them the full game. The only thing that I'm probably going to play in this game is D'Angelo Russell over two and a half rebounds. It's at minus 130 on DK Sportsbook. This one wasn't even on my radar, but on the VEASAN website, we have that NBA daily player props page. It tells you how guys are doing to their player prop. And I saw on Monday that D'Angelo Russell was 13 and four to the over on his rebound prop. Oh, and it was 14 and three if you made the number two and a half, which it is tonight. So, of course, the Lakers get mopped on Monday night. Russell only plays 24 minutes. He gets two rebounds all in the first half and I lose. But it is now on my radar. I feel like I have to go back to it. This is a good bounce-back spot for the Lakers, so I'll say it's a good bounce-back spot for Russell to get his normal minutes and keep going over that rebound prop. He's just barely been going over, yeah. but he's consistently yeah. been there. Well, you mentioned the issues first that first quarter. I mean, they were the worst team in NBA history in first-quarter point differential to start the season. After the first yeah. seven, eight games, it was ugly. Now, a team that has been unbelievable in the first half, the Orlando Magic. Do you want to jump in here and take the Magic first half and continue with this hot trend? Yeah, nothing nothing fancy here. The Magic 14-3 and three against the spread first half. They've been getting out to great starts. They're playing a doormat in the Wizards that everybody seems to be spanking. And I think the Magic might be a little angry here. They were they were in position to to win the group in the in-season tournament. And I think this is a young team that that would have been kind of kind of cool for them to to win that group. And yet the Celtics somehow squeeze it out. So I think they're coming in a little angry here, and they're just playing a really bad team, and this is a trend that has been cashing. So bigger number with the double-digit spread for the game, but I I will ride the Magic first half here. What are you doing with Phoenix today? Because I thought it was uh, DraftKings actually been hanging up some overnights pretty early in the market. They opened this thing up one. They think it's up to two and a half now against the Raptors. Kind of a tough spot after the game yesterday for Toronto. Yeah, this one's moving a little bit in uh, in our direction, but that's fine. It's another first half one for me. You look at the Suns, they're 12-4-1 against the spread first half. You have the Raptors, they're right around average, but that's fine. They're coming off that, that game last night. They're on a doubleheader. They had to play the tournament game uh, against the Nets and, and lost pretty handily. I think the Suns, even with guys going in and out of the lineup, uh, they, they've been playing pretty pretty well. I had them first half uh, last week without Durant and uh, laying a few points, and they got through. So I, I think this spot is a, a tricky one for the Raptors, whereas the Suns have been getting off to hot starts all year. So this is another first half one where I'm fine uh, laying a point or two. You see a number on the game tomorrow? Uh, you're looking to fade the Clippers on a back-to-back as they would take on Golden State? Uh, the Clippers in Sacramento tonight and that embarrassing performance Monday where they lost to Denver and Denver didn't play Joker, Murray, and Gordon? Yeah, we don't have a number up yet, uh, and I assume it's – well, nothing's up yet for tomorrow, but as they trickle out, we'll see with the Clippers and Kings playing tonight. Initially, I had circled maybe play on the Kings if they had wound up losing to Golden State and they get the the lowly Clippers here, but – They came back and won that game. So I'm going to leave that game alone. But the Clippers now, let's see how they look against the Kings. 
And then they're going to be playing the Warriors tomorrow. The Warriors now coming off that really bad loss to Sacramento and in a good bounce back spot. It would take something weird happening for me not to have some interest or the number just being, uh, you know, way larger than expected. But uh, it, it would take a lot for me not to play on the Warriors uh, against the Clippers on Thursday night. Follow the money. Paulie and John Von Tobel. Mitch out today, back tomorrow. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We're talking to Julian Edlow, DraftKings Sportsbook host and analyst. Check him out on, uh, on the sweat as well and follow him on Twitter. Okay, let's stretch out here and get comfortable. We got three minutes. A lot, of right. peop- a lot of people have futures on Oregon. You have a future. I have a future. You're coming to the game out here Friday. Is there a, a unique way we can hedge our Oregon ticket? I have 28-1 to 1 and 14-1. to 1. You have an interesting take on this. Take it away. Yeah, so I have a whole web of Pac-12 stuff here, too. I, I bet Washington plus 400 preseason. Um, throughout the year, I bet some some Oregon plus 200, some Oregon plus 120 when I thought it became clear they were going to be the big favorite in the game if they got there. I am an Oregon fan on, on Friday night. I'll be wearing Oregon gear. I got them, I think, 18 to 1 to win it all. So I, I want them to get in and do well. Now, like you, I'm looking at ways to hedge this up. Should I try and middle with some some Washington points? Should I take more Washington since they're still such a big dog in the game on the money line? Um, but the one thing that I think is sitting there that it's not perfect, you could lose both, but I think there's a good shot, is Penix is still 15 to one to win the Heisman. We're only talking about Knicks and Daniels, and I get why they've they've been awesome. But if Washington were to win this game, which is what we're hedging, we're, we're basically betting Washington. Now Penix is 13-0. and You've beat Oregon twice. This is going to be indoors in Vegas. You're right. probably doing it by putting up some numbers. Knicks has two losses. Daniels has uh, three, three losses. Yep. So you've got two and three lost guys, which, yeah, like Lamar Jackson won it with three losses. Okay. But a 13-0 and team that beat Oregon twice with Penix that's the Heisman winner to me, and it's still sitting there at 15 to 1. So it takes much less money to put down, or if you want to put down the same amount, you're going to win much bigger if we're wrong about Oregon. I think that's the way to hedge this, hedge this game because it's really hard for me to see that team not going undefeated and Penix not winning the Heisman. Yeah, and it figures to be a 36-33 game if that, if that would happen. And he'd obviously put up interesting numbers. Uh, excuse me, yep. huge numbers. What's your level of concern that Oregon wins but gets left out? Small? Pretty, pretty low. Okay. Um, because if they win, they're going to overtake Washington because they they have the more recent win. And there's always the chance that FSU win or lose. You know, I heard what you guys said about the injury stuff. They uh-huh. factor that in. Yep. The committee can just pull them down. So I'm yep. pretty confident if Oregon wins that they're going to get in. I would be pretty surprised if they were left out the way yeah. they're playing. And there's no way Texas will jump them, and Alabama's not going to go jump four spots over them either. So, okay. Nope. So those teams are going to be playing from behind, so it, it's got to be Oregon, and then we can talk about how an Alabama or a Texas were to get in. Okay. Very good, sir. We'll talk to you next week, and come out. we'll see you when you come out here. All right. Hopefully see you guys this weekend. Looking forward to it. There you go. Julian Edlow from DraftKings. Von Tobel's on TV tonight. And again, we'll go rapid-fire NBA and a team that's on an 11-1 ATS run next.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Well, ask the Warriors in the NBA. The game can change in an instant no matter how the action unfolds. You know, DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting $5. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW. Code FOLLOW. The crown is yours at DraftKings. Sal Palantonio in 10 minutes on the big matchup with San Francisco and Philly. Also, uh, this has been all over social media. A bunch of women put together a list of places do not you cannot take them on a first date. And I'm outraged. And uh, Von Tobel actually is married, and he took his wife there. on the. He's on the list. He made the list. So I want to hear this, and we'll hear from you as well coming up, and Pat Forty from Sports Illustrated and Joe Osborne from Covers.com as well. We got life, Paul. 
And he won the is now, second set. Is now officially, yep, favored. Minus 125. Okay. Let's go. Let's Von, go. Von Tobel trying to win bets giving here, and it comes down to the third set. Uh, nothing like sweating tennis in play DraftKings at 5 in Especially the morning. when you can't watch it. Yeah, that too. I'm just um, watching the score box update over and over again. You're on TV tonight? Uh, yeah, NBA. So if you have an NBA League Pass, you go up on NBA.com. Check out the Pelicans and 76ers game tonight. Uh, there is a bet stream that is part of the uh, different streams you can watch, right? Home and away. So we'll be on the bet stream tonight. That'll be a lot of fun. You uh, essentially just keep track of the game and call the game from a betting perspective. So in-game, pro- player pops, all sorts of stuff. I'll be on that later tonight as part of uh, a deal with DraftKings in the NBA. Well, you're, you're up against it here being on so early because you don't know who's in, who's out from the most part. But did you have any leans tonight and anything jump out on the card? Yeah, the only thing that so the one thing that really did stuck uh, stick out. I'm going to get the updated number. I think we just had it up. It was minus two for Phoenix. So Phoenix opened yep. up as a one point favorite on the overnight. Got up to like two and a half in multiple spots. Second leg of a back to back for Toronto. Toronto took one on the chin last night. Had a really hard fought game against Brooklyn on the road. Uh, they were back and forth the entire time. Ended up losing that game. Now you come back home to take on Phoenix. Now here's the big assumption because you mentioned the injury thing. The, the big one here is to track Kevin Durant. Durant did not play last Friday against Memphis, went through a really intense workout by all accounts, but then just sat out against the game against the New York Knicks. I think it was on Sunday where Booker hit a game-winning shot. So I am banking on the fact that Durant is going to play here in this game against Toronto. And if you're going to get KD and Booker, uh, this should be a little bit higher. I've got it a little bit more, uh, just over three. So I think if you're talking about still one and a half or in the range of minus two, banking on the fact that Kevin Durant's going to play today. Suns were at the top of the list. Now you have 30 to one to win the, the uh, tournament. Yes. Yeah, 30-1. to one. It was right after they lost the first game of group play. So they lost to the Lakers, and we were going over the hell all of, of the game. group. It, it, it was. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. But I was going over all of the stuff in the in-season tournament standings before they played their second game. And I think this is a really cool topic because I'm not sure how if oddsmakers really knew how it was going to go and the probabilities of these teams actually getting back into this thing with the new rules and the way it was set up. They had, after they had lost to the Lakers in that game, Paul, their last three games in group play were Memphis, Portland, and um, and Utah. Those are all very winnable games for a team like Phoenix, especially that was getting healthy. So took them at 30-1, uh, to 1, and uh, sure enough, they are in. They are the wild card, so they're going to play at Los Angeles the first game, and then if they win, they're on to a neutral. So I'm, I'm obviously very stoked because we can get a 30-1 ticket in not even, what, two months into the season. Well, well, who's your pick uh, right now as it stands? In-season the- tournament? Yeah, with the, yeah, with the, Indiana plays Boston. Oh. Pelicans play the Kings. Knicks play the Bucks, and the Suns play the Lakers. And then the semis are out here. And then with the title game. I mean, I'm blinded by it, but I, it's, it's Phoenix, especially yeah. if KD is going to play. And I also, I've got life. I bet this preseason ticket on Devin Booker to win MVP. I don't know if you've watched him. He has right. been unreal. Yep. And, and I think that if he is playing, and of course, if KD's out there, they're going to have a shot to beat pretty much everybody. And, and, and actually, I would include the Lakers. Uh, they are the better team, and if they run into almost anybody outside of Boston. So this is going to be, I think, one where the Suns can absolutely win this thing. Okay, rapid fire. Are the Magic for real? Absolutely. Defensively, they're one of the best teams in the NBA. And as I told Julian Edlow, they don't, Boston doesn't want to see him. Boston is, in the last five games that these two teams have played, going back to last season, Boston is 1-4 straight up, 0-5 against the spread against Orlando. Their length, their ability to switch, their defense, they have given Boston a crap ton of problems dating back to last year. I think they're legitimately good. Where they fall short is on offense. So, like, are they going to win the NBA Finals? Probably not. But if we're talking about, like, a first-round series, if they get Boston – Oh, sticking within some games, right? We're talking like one and a half, two and a half, pushing them to about six or seven games in a series, maybe even maybe upsetting them. I think it could absolutely happen for Orlando. 
all this talk, the level of concern, and if people were freaking out with Milwaukee, I mean, they're 13 and five. Now, the better defensively, but like Freak said, it's, it's a long season. We'll oh. be we'll be fine. So you still see, uh, you know, Milwaukee's won eight of ten, and they're only a game behind Boston for the one seat. I think so too, to a certain extent. So here's my problem with with um, Milwaukee. And Zach Lowe covered this in his most recent podcast too. Is I don't know what's going on. There's a couple of things. First off, when it comes to Adrian Griffin, their head coach. Huh? Have you been watching like this dynamic with him and Giannis? Like, there's been multiple times yeah. where Giannis is essentially telling him, like, nah, get out of right. here. Like, yeah, right. I'm going to do what I'm doing here. Yes. And stop telling me to sit. Stop stop changing the rotation on me. That's kind of weird. His brother, Thanasis, right. is getting you think so? way too many minutes. Who? His brother. Oh, Giannis' okay, brother, it. Thanasis, is getting way too many minutes. Well, I was going to say LeBron's been doing that for years, too. Yeah, I mean, no, I what... totally get it. But okay. I, I think when you put all these things together, the fact that they have a winning record in clutch time the way that they do, they have played 10 games in clutch time this season, right? So games within five points or five or fewer minutes left to go, they're eight and two in those games. So it's kind of, you would assume that's somewhat unsustainable to consistently win essentially one-score games throughout this entirety of the season. I, I would sit back, and I, I do have some concern about this in the big picture, but I think ultimately, right, they're going to be a top-three seed. But, like, right now, I'll tell you this, Philly's better than them. The 76ers are better than them. We know the Boston's better than them, and I think that's kind mm. of the problem in the grand scheme of things. You think Philly's better? Yes, absolutely. When, when does Philly add a piece? It's, I don't know. So I bet them at 20 – I got them at, like, 27-ish to 1 – to win the finals right after they traded Harden. My assumption, I did not know they would take off like this. My assumption was going to be that they're going to add a piece. OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, yeah, yeah. like those are the guys that are kind of in the mix. I think they will. But, but if they keep going at this rate, I think they can talk themselves into not doing it, letting these contracts expire, then adding a piece and signing a guy in the free, in offseason. Okay. Minnesota's the one seed in the West. Oh, boy. We missed the big numbers a lot if you're listening now but yes i got what it, so i got i got edwards at 40 to 1 to win mvp and mitch and i both what 30 to 1 we had a, we, he called me one day he said we gotta load up on this so like 30 to 1 to win the western conference i, I think they're gonna be did the you Kings. take division at all no didn't take division that was like five Actually, to I was one say, i should have loaded up on that okay. one too i think they're gonna be the kings this year right like last year everybody's kind of surprised kept okay. asking like when does this end when are they gonna fall out of the top three seed okay. and they ultimately don't I think this is ultimately going to be something like that, where Minnesota is going to be a team where you look up and they're like a top three seed, and you're wondering if it's going to fall off, and it's ultimately not going to happen. They're they're good, man, and they've got an owner who's going to be the future president of the United States. Can they can they <laughs> win a deploy? A, here's the thing: I'm from there. They've never they've only made it to the conference finals once, right? But they did give Denver a fit. Bev ripping his shirt off when they won the play-in. Yeah, I know, but that's. The West is so good. How many playoff series can they win? But certainly there's, it's been awesome. But there's not that many teams. Dude. Like there's, I think there's maybe two teams that match up with Denver very well. And Minnesota's one of them. Like they've got Gobert to play on Nikola Jokic. They are they have multiple defensive guys that are going to be able to handle him pretty well. I'd argue they're a little bit deeper. We're watching the way that this bench is kind of shaken out for the Denver Nuggets. It hasn't been particularly great. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people make you know a lot out of this series lost. They were very competitive and pushed Denver in that first-round series last year. They were more competitive than almost anybody else in the postseason. So I think that they're, again, much like Orlando, the bracket's got to fall right for them, and it kind, of kind of sounds odd. I think they kind of want Denver early on. But outside of that, I think they're going to be able to shut down quite a lot of teams in the Western Conference. Your, your thoughts on Rookie of the Year? And the other night, Wembenyama, which I guess I, we can't get Defensive Player of the Year because they've lost so many games and they're that bad defensively. But the other night, Wembenyama had 22 points, 11 rebounds, four blocks, and six steals. Yep. There's not a there's not a advanced metric that points to Victor Wembanyama being the best rookie in the NBA at this point right now. It's Chet Holmgren. 
And so, like, when you look at this, then these odds are starting to shrink. He's now down to minus 125. After that second Suns game, remember when he went nuts, started scoring right. almost every single bucket? Yeah. He was minus 450. He's now minus 125. Holmgren should be the favorite, and he's getting there. He's minus 110. I think Asar Thompson's probably going to start to drift off into the distance. We'll see. He had a good game the other night, but right now, Wembenyama, if you were to remove the names and I just gave you the statistical profiles, you'd say it's Holmgren. I don't think there's any question about it. Is there a bet we should make right now that a good number that you like from a future standpoint? or so Can we still jump in with a Minnesota? Or, or Philly. I mean, even uh, they still have an adjusted Philly to win the East, though, yeah, too. They're 13 to 1, and they're still what is Philly right now to win the conference. I think at DraftKings, I got like seven to a one. couple. Yeah, yeah. okay. They, they should be the second choice to win the Eastern Conference. I think they're legitimately good. Like Joel Abid, we could talk about, like, hey, he hasn't done it yet, but you haven't done it yet until you do it. And you don't want to be sitting on the sidelines and waiting for that thing to happen. And you're like, man, I should have done it. I think they are going to be a top two seed here in the Eastern Conference. And if they're going to get a home series over a team like Milwaukee, that can make all the difference in the world. I think Philly is legitimately good. There should not be this gap between them and Milwaukee. And we know what happens though, playoff time. I just, Embiid's never made it to a conference final. Never had Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, okay. Uh, This is VEASAN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. Plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebetard, and Ross Tucker. Here at VEASAN, we work with some of the sharpest betting experts in the business. You can check out all of our analysis at VEASAN.com. Two more hours coming up with Follow the Money on VEASAN. And coming up, Sal Palantonio, Vito's son, the rematch of the NFC title game, and the Niners been talking smack for a year. Some great numbers and tidbits on the Eagles and this matchup next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 